Hello, 2022, and welcome back to Not Another Anime, the podcast, Season 2. Yes, I know, Season 1 was just a tad bit too skimpy, I know, on the episode listings and everything. But consider it a test run of a new show, getting that proper approval to go full-fledged ahead. You know, similar to how Castlevania on Netflix started with a few episodes and got approved to expand its episodes in their second season. <laughs> Anyways... You're listening to episode one of Not Another Anime. I welcome back those of you who kept up with our rocky beginnings in 2021. Arigato. Now for those who are brand new, listening for the first time, I'm Chivalrous, and I'm happy you're here. I'll be with you on this adventure, even though I'm a porcelain, maybe obsidian adventure rank, <laughs> my Shusi, Black Sword, any Zoro fans out there in One Piece? Whoop whoop. Shout out to our Goblin Slayer listeners as well. Side note, I just picked myself up a sweet Goblin Slayer t-shirt from Crunchyroll, which I've been wanting for some quite some time now and hoping to get it within this next week. Don't worry, though. When I receive it, I'll definitely post a pic on the Twitter channel. But hey, I'm working on leveling that ranking I just talked about. I imagine I'll be hitting steel rank here pretty soon, but as always, baby steps first. At Not Another Anime Podcast, we discuss anime, news-related topics, video games, and whatever the hell we want in a chilled, fun format. Our expectations? To share what we know and love with everyone who is interested and loves anime, video games, manga, and more. Let me be clear, this is not a one-way road, though, as your feedback is as valuable as words out of my mouth. By the way... If all this sounds foreign or daunting to where, how, and what platforms, just find us at Linktree, not another anime, all one word, for all social media link venues. Now, what's been keeping me frosty these days? Well, working on the Not Another Agenda for 2022, of course. What that means is an array of upgrades to the podcast content, which, by the way, I had a blast doing this last year. In 2022, there will be a lot of new segment additions and rearranging of our current content. Let me share the first. Not Another Anime will be adding a special correspondent to the podcast. He will be our special guest later on this podcast show. Another addition. Doing commentary review of us following our favorite anime movies, anime-related live shows, anniversary video game streams, and so forth. Next up, when it comes to reading new books, I rely on friends and family before making a purchase or spending my money to go out and purchase it. In our case, this refers to manga reviews. Lastly, finalizing in the near future a set schedule screen for Twitch.tv, as well as uploading more content on Not Another Anime's YouTube channel. Ugh, that was a mouthful. Quite a mouthful, if you ask me. And we are just barely getting warmed up. Before we dive in, though, I want to take a small break and feature this podcast sponsor, Lone Star Collectibles. So, with that said, I'll be right back. Now, I'd like to take a moment to thank our sponsor for this podcast. We would like to thank Lone Star Collectibles, an eBay online store that has been in business since December of 1999. They feature a variety of collectibles, ranging from various action figures... Vintage finds from estate sales, and they boast hundreds of United States collectible and valuable coins. Coins featuring very old scents to vintage buffalo nickels, 
collection sets and albums of various denominations, and many different types of silver coins from dimes to dollars. They definitely do not exclude limited quantity, vintage paper currency, and small notes as well. Now, as this podcast first sponsors, Lone Star Collectibles is offering our podcast listeners 10% off any one item, $75 and below, listed on their store site. Yes, you heard me correct. 10% off any one item, $75 and below. But in order to take advantage of this offer, you will have to use a promo discount code, not another anime. Again, the code to use and get your exclusive discount, 10% off any one item, $75 and below, is not another anime. Basically, the name of our podcast, N-O-T-A-N-O-T-H-E-R-A-N-I-M-E. Not another anime, spelled one word all together. Now, this offer is limited to a one-time use on your eBay account starting December 30th and will set to expire on January 31st at 12 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, PST. Unfortunately, the code is limited to United States residents only. So, go give them a look on eBay.com. Search for the seller profile, Lone Star, with the asterisk, Collectibles. Again, that seller profile is Lone Star, L-O-N-E-S-T-A-R, asterisk, the symbol, Collectibles, C-O-L-L-E-C-T-I-B-L-E-S, or find them at Lone Star, asterisk, Southwest, which is their store homepage. A link will be provided on your Twitter account, not another anime, for easy access to their store homepage. So let's go ahead and go into the not another anime news segment. Articles related to anime news, gaming, pop culture, collabs, and everything in between. Starting with E3. On Thursday, January the 6th, the Entertainment Software Association announced that 2022 E3 show is cancelled to any in-person visitors due to the Omicron variant of COVID. Sources have not confirmed yet whether the digital show will still happen, but ESA announced early January as I paraphrase, to look forward to more details being announced soon. Now, even though E3 is a no-go with live in-person attendees being held at the Los Angeles Convention Center, our sights are set upon our yearly Anime Expo. They announced last year to return this year, 2022, on July 1st through July 4th, but would require that attendees show proof of vaccination or present a negative COVID test 72 hours prior. As of this recording, on their official Twitter account, Anime Expo announced their registration page was live. But I tried personally and I was unable to access. Other commenters also mentioned problems with the website as well, so we shall see. Now, Shikamori's Not Just a Cutie. This romantic comedy manga revealed its Wednesday... April 2nd, 2022 debut, as well as naming off more cast members, theme song artists, and new visuals. The anime will be available on Asahi Broadcasting and its Asahi affiliates. Here in the States, we can expect to watch off Crunchyroll. Nasuo Star will perform the opening theme song, while Yuki Nakashima will perform the ending song, ED. Kodansha Comics will publish the English version of this manga. For those unfamiliar with the title, Kodansha provides the following synopsis. Shikimori seems like the perfect girlfriend. Cute, fun to be around, sweet when she wants to be. But she has a cool dark side that comes out under the right circumstances. And her boyfriend, Izumi, loves to be around when that happens. 
a fun and laughable high school romance with a sassy twist perfect for fans of Nagatora-san and Comey Can't Communicate. AMC Networks, we know for hit shows like Breaking Bad, The Walking Dead, Killing Eve. Well, they announced January 5th, 2022, its acquisition of Sentai Holdings. That includes Sentai Filmworks and High Dive Streaming Service. John Ledford, Sentai's founder, had this to say regarding this acquisition. We are thrilled by AMC Network's acquisition and are excited to be part of their growth strategy. This acquisition will not change Sentai's mission to deliver the most exciting anime content to audiences around the world. It will expand it greatly and will give our content businesses more distribution, more partnerships, more scale, and more reach. I could not be more pleased. Sentai Filmworks is known for its licenses with anime such as Comic Kill, Food Wars, Made in Abyss, just to name a few. Happening January 24, 2022 at 4 p.m. Not sure what time zone this falls under. Hikaru Utada will host a special program for its 8th studio album in English entitled Hikaru Utada's Liner Voice Plus. Also available in Japanese too. His 8th album, Bad Mode, features the theme song One Last Kiss from Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0 Thrice Upon a Time anime film. Available January 19, 2022 digitally, physical copies of the album go on sale February 23rd of this year. Now, is Atado sounds familiar? You may remember him from Kingdom Hearts 3's opening song, Face My Fears, performed with Skrillex. Also, the anime Pink Blood's theme song, To Your Eternity. Demo 2, just released for iOS and Android two days ago. Celebrating Rayarch Games' 10th anniversary, this sequel to their classic IP demo, an original rhythm game back in 2013. Having success on PlayStation Vita in Japan, Nintendo Switch Worldwide, and PC Steam Global release, this company is set to premiere an anime film based on original Demo on February 25th in Japan, entitled Demo Memorial Keys. For those unfamiliar with the original game, Rayart Games describes as a girl who fell from the skies and lost her past. Demo, who plays a piano all alone in the world of the treehouse, an accidental encounter between the two. The music flows as the fingers hit the piano keys. The start of a fairy tale journey has begun. Before turning on leave, don't forget to say one last goodbye. Happy anniversary, Ark Knights, on a successful two years with its mobile game. If you are listening today, Friday, January 14th, the Dosos holiday event will be live here in the States, according to your time zone. Pacific Standard Time starts at 9 a.m., General Mountain Time, 10 a.m., Central Standard Time, 11 a.m., and Eastern Standard Time, noon. But let us not forget our friends and family internationally. Germany, Italy, and France, you start at 6 p.m., Russia and Saudi Arabia, 8 p.m., Japan and South Korea, 2 a.m. on January the 15th, Australia, 4 a.m. on January the 15th just to name a few international countries. The event will run three weeks with the banner, two weeks. Use this time for the game-breaking Chin, the Hollandai, a very limited operator that we do not know when she will be available again, only with this banner. Mizukai, six-star stalker specialist. La Pluma, five-star new guard archetype, Reaper. Tequila, five-star liberator guard archetype, available for free through event grinding.
Now, you will have 10 free pools automatically waiting for you in your game's mailbox in celebration of Arc Knight's second anniversary. Note, this is only usable during this banner, so please do not waste this free opportunity. Every single day during the event, you will be allowed one free pool for a total of 20 free pools during the whole event. Arc Knight's free gifts are still plenty as you will receive a free 5-star operator, Savage, who is claimable in your mailbox. Secondly, choose one 5-star from a list of 4 operators. The third gift, a free 5-star selector ticket from a list of 25 operators ranging from Spectre to Sora and Blue Poison to name just a few. During a 10-day login, you will also be receiving materials, Arundum, and more. Of course, you have your anniversary packs in the store for purchasing, which I totally will be doing because I want to show support for Hypergriff and to say thank you for all the free goodies we are getting again for free just because we play and support the game. Other items up for grabs during this event? A free Sosoro skin from Coral Coast 2022 Holiday Collection. Purchasable skins. J, Project Red, as well as two other operators. Extended Stories with Chen's Alter, Fang, Susuru, and Spectre. A module system, allowing for increase of base stats and additional traits. Please note that not all operators have this option, as Arknights will slowly be adding operators to the module to increase. English Voices will be added to the game over time, an optional use. Yo Star Pictures is working on the first season to an anime prelude to dawn as it's called for Arc Knights. Now lastly, I want to mention Alchemy Stars collab with Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid is actually live as this podcast has already hit. I've been taking some time to grind out and do the gacha pulls and I've received Lakoa, who I have at a level 50 ascension to. A Toru, which was my last one, she's sitting at a level 1 but I got her up to ascension 2. And Elma at a level 1, Ascension 2. Fapnir, we all get for free. But I'm not sure if I'm going to pull for Kana or not. I like her ability, but I'm just not motivated enough to want to pull more. I would like to get dupes of Lakoa, Toru, and possibly Elma, even though I have a strong water team right now with Serio and Sharona sitting on there. But we will see. Now, I am still working on my Punishing Grey Raven account. I'm close to a level 73 overall. Still grinding out for tickets and rewards to help me when the near Automata event happens sometime this year. As well, I've slowly gotten back into Revived Witch. I'm hoping to start up real soon Demo 2 after posting a few things on Twitter. And if some of you have catched me online, I've been doing a little bit more Twitch.tv, which I hope to do today, Friday, if you're listening to this podcast. What I plan to actually stream, I have yet to decide. But the last two times I have streamed Ghost Runner, which was pretty awful because I died multiple times. But in my defense, it's a fast pace, one hit, because if they shoot you, you're dead. So you don't have any armor, you don't have any, I can get it twice, I don't have that many abilities. Yeah, let's leave it at that. And the other game I had hit up was One Piece Pirate Warriors 4, which was a lot of fun to get back into. Not a lot of deaths, but I did make it as far as I could without dying and stopped right there. So yes, the gaming will continue on Twitch.tv, and when I have a few moments, I will also post some videos up to YouTube of playing other games. And that concludes Not Another Video Games segment.
Welcome back, everyone, and I am very excited right now to introduce, I won't really call him a special guest because we have known him from the very beginning. He is not another anime's correspondent. He is no other than Random Guy. Random Guy, hello, well, how are you? Fine, what's up? How's everybody doing? Welcome back. I mean, thanks for having me back. I think it's you welcome back, my friend, because it has been a few months since you've been gone from this podcast, yes, but yes, it has. as I told our, our listeners, life happens. Yeah. So what's been keeping you frosty, sir? Eh, just life. Like you said, life happens. Um, it's been, honestly, I'm not going to lie, this past few months has kind of been, it's been hectic this past few months, but I'm finally back. I'm back on my feet and everything is... I'm ready to roll. What about you? What's up? Not much. Keeping the forts, um, holding the fort down. And I have to thank you so much for this. I We're really happy that you're back with us, man. Yep. And I'm really happy that you will be not another anime's correspondent, which is something new. As I've told our listeners, we're doing a lot of changes for 2022. Positive changes, of course, that will expand and grow not another anime for our listeners and whatnot. But without further ado... We have fall 2021 anime reviews to finish up. I have one here, and I know you originally picked your three back in episode two or one. I can't remember which it was, random guy. But the anime I'm going to review, the last one, is Sakugan. Random guy, if you remember this, we had some funny naming and conventions here. <laughs> that yeah. Nemimpu to Gagumber to... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So without further ado, let me begin. Fathers and daughters. Normally a relation where fathers bestow upon their daughters wise and positive influences, further developing the growth and maturity of their young one. Within just a few minutes of this show, we are laughing and astounded to the lengths this daughter-father relationship will go within living their ordinary lives. The story starts off with a wild showdown between father and daughter at night ending in a stalemate. This father trope of letting their daughter grow up and move on becomes an adventure full of self-discovery and realization within themselves. Just when you think the story gets us closest to the end goal, we are introduced to a few more characters to add to this dynamic duo already on the fritz. Sakugan, produced by Studio Satellite, was formerly known as Sax and Guns. The anime consists of 2012 episodes this first season and is an adaptation of the novel Sakugan Labyrinth Maker. Whether we will be able to unwrap the mysteries of the story with the season two, no green light has been given to approval yet. Again, all reviews that we give here are non-spoiler, so enjoy. Now, random guy, when I'm reviewing this, my characters, I gave it three Sakuras. Normally, I preface our ratings with a story introduction, but I found, starting with the characters, it was best with this anime to start with the names. As we both know, random guy. Why? Well, you decide when you hear Gagumber, the father, to the daughter, Memempu, who she refers to as her father as Gagumba. Naming convention aside, you unfortunately receive no background synopsis other than they are workers in an underground colony. Memempu, a nine-year-old, is recognized as a university graduate genius for her age, while her father is a simple, one-track-minded worker who just wants to work while spending time with his daughter away from any serious complications. 
More characters are later introduced, but the names do not show signs of improvement to originality, such as Zakultu, Maruru, <laughs> with an exception to the name Linda. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Yeah, what indeed. Trying to look past the naming conventions, the story does a good job of giving time to build the introduction for father and daughter. Yes, other characters add to the dynamic of the story, along with other small arcs, but the focus is always on where the two must eventually reach as their destination. Now, next up was Storyline, which I gave for Sakuras. The people of this world have survived by going underground, or what they refer to as the underworld, a vast array of tunnels connecting to a labyrinth where other colonies can be found, but also engineered mechanisms controlling the elements and living conditions for all. Our father and daughter, we find out, live in Pinion Colony. Quickly established, they are workers who maintain the everyday roles and responsibilities for the upkeep of the colony. Being underground, that means mining or fixing structural discrepancies. Then you have your markers, those who venture outside the colony, trying to map and navigationally route new undiscovered stretches from their own maps. After an incident with Godzilla-looking monsters, referred to as kaiju, and Memenpu's visions of a tower-like structure surrounded by a field of flowers she is drawn towards, our dynamic duel sets off for an adventure that teaches understanding, patience, and what their role and personal feeling to one another are valued at. Least I not forget, add in some mark bots, Tony, a stuffed sheep, jack-of-all-trade tools, and a bureau of regulations, as well as mysterious cult figures. Our adventures is anything but boring. Now, moving on to music. This one I rated really high, random guy. This one I gave a 5-plus to Chorus. Nice. Simply, both OP and ED are dynamic touches of nostalgia for the story and personal growth our characters will encounter. Add a touch of nostalgia, adventurous setting out on a quest, per se, a hint of self-discovery I find with both the opening and closing songs. Kokotsu Labyrinth, performed by Musaka Endo, is the OP starting with vocals to an upbeat, moving-along theme that added with images from the anime series fills the mind with We Are Going On An Adventure Somewhere. The ED, performed by Mindarin, entitled Shine, I love the most because the anime changes from animation scenery to more an artistic drawing of Memimpu, Gagumber, Tony the Stuffed Sheep, and the Markbot. Visuals present the adventure continuing with female vocals and music in the background as drawn images of a Markbot, Tony, Memepu are creatively used on screen from walking to hopping across square, squares, reminiscent of a board game going block to block. I found it cute, not over the top, and relatable to the anime series. Animation. Again, another one, random guy, I scored 5++. Plus plus. Spectacular would be the worst I used to describe this anime. From the simple but detailed insights of the Markbot, our dynamic duo traverses the labyrinth, you feel the sense of an enclosed space. Another example, a simple cartographer's map that I say looks very professional, minus the added scribbles from Mimimpu, showing various colors to indicate deeper rocks, 
to mark important spots, yet alone rivers and clear tunnels. Even in a later episode, when we encountered drawings of a person, the chalk-like artistic work is beautifully rendered, yet gives us a feel for chalk work. Sorry, I take back my spectacular reading and go with stupendous. You know, the studio went all out, sparing no casual laziness to details or animations. Now, overall, I admit, midway through the series, I did not understand the motivations from premonitions of Memimpu to reach her go, knowing the possible outcome. I felt the sense of a whiny kid or child wanting something now, not tomorrow or in a few hours, but I quickly remembered Though this daughter of a genius mindset, her maturity still retains her youthful nine-year-old disposition. Minus these rants, the show was incredible. I love the playful demeanor and disagreements this father-daughter duo series unveiled. Though a simple-minded father, he realizes what he's always known that no bond, genetically or by circumstance, can replace what is true within our hearts they already know and will go the distance no matter the cost. And that, my fam, is Sakugan the anime series. What do you think, random guy? That is awesome. I kind of regret not watching it. <laughs> but <laughs> I guess it's my turn. The anime I'm going to review, the anime I'm going to review is Kokomi-san Can Communicate. And uh, what can I say about this? It is beautiful. It is It is. It, it is hot touching. See, I'm mumbling. It, it's it, the reason I love this anime so much is because it speaks so much to me. Um, it's about a the main character Kokomi. She can't. She has severe social anxiety to the point where she literally can't say anything without breaking out in hives or shake or just clutching in together and shaking up. And uh, the second main character. Tadano, he's the one who has to help her communicate with the world. And her goal, Kokomi's goal, is to make a hundred friends. And Tadano is right there, her first friend, and he's doing everything in his power to make her to make her to get her more friends. And the reason I love this anime so much is that it speaks personally to me because I have social anxiety. Um, anytime I get nervous or speak to somebody new. Or generally speak, or generally speak, I tend to mumble my words, or become quiet, or just repeat words over and over again. Uh, so, you like as you guys as you guys can tell. Uh, <laughs> so story wise, I give it a five plus 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 with an asterisk. Wow. Yes. <laughs> the reason it's I I I put the asterisk there because it's more of a your mild may vary. If you've have if you've ever had social anxiety, you will relate so much to this show. But if you've never had social anxiety, then you you really wouldn't get it. So that's why I have the asterisk. So just out of curiosity, random right, guys, sorry to interrupt you. So it's like a learning experience, or it's like an introduction to. Yes. Yes, it's an introduction to that you 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 feel emp- you feel empathy for her. You will feel empathy, and oh, actually, yeah, that is a good point. I, that's a great point that you just brought up. It's a learning experience to people who who've never really felt social anxiety. Yes. To people to people who've always been comfortable talking to crowds. They get this lending if they watch this. They get kind of a learning experience to saying, "Hey, huh, this is how this person feels," and that's why I really enjoy it. 
Animation wise, I give it a 4.5 Sakura Trees. It's beautiful, it's gorgeous, but it the, the animation flow it doesn't the animation doesn't really flow as much. It's very very pretty still it's very it's very pretty um painting wise, but it doesn't really flow uh there isn't that there isn't that really um flowing animation to it. It's just very pretty pictures, but that in between animation isn't as good. Song wise, I music wise, I have to give it a three. As much as I love the music, as much as I love the the opening and the ending, the background music they use, they come they only have one good background music and they use it over and over and over and over and over and over again. Wow, yes, that song is beautiful and great. It's just after about episode five, you keep hearing it over and over and over again. It's like uh, pretty much an overkill else? then you'd say. Yeah, it's pretty much overkill. <laughs> So, but I still do, like I said, I still do love that music, and over and overall, um, I have to give it a, like I said, a five, a five plus with an asterisk. Very nice. Well, it sounds very interesting, especially when you're saying that it covers topics of social anxiety, and this is not relatable by any means—a personal mental health issue versus something like a sports, because a random guy I reviewed Pura Ore. The Pride of Orange, which dealt with hockey, but they basically walk the viewer who's never had any experiences with cute girls growing and learning, becoming more adult-like with the experience of experiencing hockey. And it doesn't just throw you right into the thrust as most reviewers, as I told our listeners, random guy, most of our viewers were expecting hockey matches to be going on, hitting, slapsticking. Like, no, this was basic introduction of these girls walking into it and learning and you learn if you have no experience with hockey what the sport is all about sounds the same but on a higher deeper level with social anxiety that is really cool so what's your next one random guy uh the next one i want to review is restaurants or another world 2 and um i'm not gonna it's i love this sh- i love the i love the show because of how it depicts the food the foods and the food it shows it's it's beautiful and the the, re- the reaction to the people who eat it it's just it's it speaks to me because I've always I kind of always wanted to be a chef when I was younger I wanted to be a chef when I was younger so and this kind of I kind of I guess I live vicariously through this show how you see this man create this wonderful dish and how you see his customers just enjoy it story wise I have to give it like a two. Because it's it it, but I uh, I preface this by saying it's not the anime isn't really a overacting. It 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 isn't really an overacting plot kind of story. Like it's more vignettes. Each episode its own contained story. So there isn't there you don't have this overacting plot. Over over is it overacting or overreacting or overreaching? Over like when the plot is over through overacting over. God damn it. Over um, shit, what's that word? Overreacting, overacting, over, over. It's over something, no, it, man. Uh, <laughs> it's over something. <laughs> you know what I'm what I'm trying to say? Like when the plot is like all over the show. When you have the show has the entire plot. If it isn't that, it has like each episode has its own story, contained story, and yeah, it's really nice. Uh, animation wise, I'd give it a four. It's really good. The food looks just looks oh so good. The food, 
looks so good. You feel like you're there. You feel like you're smelling the food. And how the character's face animation is, it's it's wonderful. I'm doing the Italian hand thing. I'm doing that Italian hand thing. Yeah, if you get that Italian hand thing to say how good it is. It's a chef's you kiss see? is what you're basically saying. All right, a chef's kiss of how good it is. It is mwah, uh, chef's kiss. Uh, <laughs> Music-wise, I'd have to give it like a three. The uh, it's kind of forgettable. Like I, it has the it has a good list of background music, but it's kind of forgettable. There isn't really that one that speaks out to you. It's they're all decent, and overall, I would give it a four point five, a four. Yeah, about a four. Nice. What about characters, though? Characters, like I said, the <laughs> the main character is a chef and his employees. Okay, but. It doesn't really have characters. Um, it you don't really the characters it has are just uh, concentrated on that one episode. Like the um, recurring characters, it's the chef, but he doesn't really speak much. He just cooks the food. Um, the uh, and the two waitresses, but like I said, they don't speak much. They just deliver the food. The main focus of the each episode is is on the customers. Where they come from, where they come from, the other world to come to into the restaurant, and you hear about their story, what led them to the, what led them to the restaurant, and why they picked the, and why they picked the food they went to eat. So you don't really, it doesn't really have those kind of characters. It doesn't really have um, um, uh, show wide characters. Nice. And what's your third one? And my third one is World Trigger Season 3. Or is it 2? Yeah, World Trigger Season 3. I hadn't, I have not watched World Trigger. I haven't actually watched Season 1 or 2. Okay, wow. You just thrust yourself right into the series. I just thrust myself right into there. Why? Because my favorite, uh, my favorite anime director was directing this season. And I was like, whatever this guy is, whatever this guy um, does, I'm going to watch it. I didn't understand anything. I really probably should have watched season one and two. <laughs> <laughs> I really probably should have watched season one and two. But I know what? Uh, honestly, I'd say uh, character. I give it like a. I give it a two. But like I said, story wise, I I didn't understand it. I really didn't. I just watched it because my favorite director was was producing it. My favorite director was directing it, so I just had to watch it. Understand. And that's about it for me. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you, man. That was very insightful. I'm really, yeah. Uh, with the restaurant one, you said that was season two as well? Yeah, season two. Okay. Got you. Did you watch the first one on that one? Oh, yeah, definitely. Season one came out 2016, and season two came out 2020. 2021, 2021. Nice. Well, random guy, before we wrap this up here, I do want to ask well, do you want to mention winter? 2022 anime that's just started here and just like we do with fall 2021 i would like us to both pick at least three if possible three shows that we are interested in watching for this winter 2022 experience so i'll let you go first if you're ready else i can go uh i think you should go first okay i'll definitely go first with winter 2022 there were actually quite a few picks that i just couldn't narrow down to three and that's really surprising because I've usually only watched maybe one this past one since we started the podcast. I was, I say forced, not in a negative way, but 
I wanted to expand my library and I chose three. But now I'm seeing I have seven and I'll go ahead and go over the ones I'm going to watch. Doesn't mean I'm going to review all of them, but let's start. First one I want to watch was Girls Frontline or Dolls Frontline. Only because it's based on the gotcha game. Yes, I know. But I've had a lot of great experiences with the gotcha game. And I've already seen the first episode. And let me just say I was not impressed as a lot of other viewers out there have also expressed their disappointment with the series. But it's only episode one, so we'll still give it a chance. The next one is Sabi Gui Bisco. That one, I watched the first episode, and it was very interesting. Mushrooms, a disease called rust, People in a post-apocalyptic Japan. Oh, I know this one. Yes. I, I am glued and want to find out. I will definitely keep up with this one. The next one I'm going to talk about is fan service, Worlds and Harem. The show that got delayed from 2021 to 2022 where a virus by the name of MK has killed off Basically, 97 and 90, well, no more than that, 99% of the male population. And there are only a few guys that survive, and they're basically <laughs> wanting to repopulate the world. And of course, you have a, a protagonist who's a young guy who has these morals and values that he can't just throw his junk out there and repopulate, <laughs> and he's having moral issues. Kind of reminds me of Platinum End. And yeah, we're going to see where this story goes on. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> the next one up. And this was a wild card. My Dress Up Darling, where we have a young gentleman who's living with his grandfather after his parents have passed since a young age. He works on these Hina dolls. Being a young adult in high school, he's very secluded, keeps to himself, doesn't have many friends. But then one day, he's introduced to a student of the opposite sex. And the idea of cosplaying and his basic knowledge of sewing and creating and drawing and touching up has a playful demeanor to it. So my dress up darling. I'm really looking forward to this one. The other three I've yet to watch the first episode, but it's called In the Land of Leadale. The synopsis I had read online was basically it's a sword art online where they have a MMORPG, but video RPG, where they're entranced in the world, they're drawn away to a world with their basic equipment. and But she has an accident in the real world that she's on critical life support. How it plays in, what the results are, is yet to be seen, because I haven't watched it. Another one, Orient. I can't really show you what this is about. I kind of remember things. I think it's two friends deciding on becoming summarized so yes and the last one is love a kill two assassins an organization hey you got me hooked so yeah seven of them random guy can you believe that shit <laughs> yeah seven dude when i've always struggled <laughs> just to get at least one or two in for a new season and i pushed three this past season i've jumped to seven and oh my goodness shit <laughs> Yeah. What about you, random guy? Go on. Shit, indeed. You took two of mine. Same anyways, because we'll be have comparative notes. Yeah. Um. Love of Kill. 
Um, I I saw the trailer and I fell in love with it. And the world of Lady Lee, and then the world of Lee and Lee, Lady, whatever it's called. The world of the what? The world of Lee, the world of Lee Dale. Okay, in the land of Lee Dale? Yeah, the land of Lee Dale. Ah, cool. Okay. And the final one I'm going to watch is obviously Attack on Titan. Oh my God, have you oh, seen co- that? Okay, oh, time out. Time out, what? because I thought we had originally established when we picked these out, we would pick new I thought we'd pick out new stuff to watch, not season continuing. But okay, that's fine. That's cool. I'll leave it. Have you seen that opening? Have you seen? No, actually, my dude, I have not. Only because, hey, I'm one of these perfectionists that I need to catch up first before I can watch any of the newer stuff. I can't do like you, and this is no disrespect, and jump into a season three seasons in. Because I'll tell you right now, Random Guy, World and Trigger... I am very fascinated about, but I have not seen any of the seasons, and I want to start for one. But I don't think you know this random guy. I've actually picked up Bleach. Oh yeah, it's coming out this fall. Yeah, it's coming. I out heard this about fall. the Thousand Year War. I've talked about it on the podcast in the past couple of shows, so I want to catch up. Not realizing there's already thirteen to fifteen seasons, <laughs> but I I will tell you, fam, strong. I'm already ten episodes into season one, and I am really enjoying it. It's Funny, even though the animation is older, it's still not as bad as a certain anime show that I know Random Guy likes. I'm not going to throw a name out of because I'm sure I get some hate out there. Anyways, yeah. Jojo, I'm looking at you. No, I don't like Jojo. Who says I like Jojo? I saw my first Jojo. I can't stand the animation style, the big eyes and the... It's just too... To me. I know, I know. Like I... I just can't do it. I I can't. And I don't need all the fancy graphics and whatever because Bleach is by far no way fancy, but it has a great story and good characters, and I'm willing to invest my time and spend and watch it through. So, yeah. But, hey, random guy, don't even worry about us having two shows that match because, remember, I have seven. So if I need to cut my losses and let you just talk about those two, I have some other ones I can talk about, good or bad. Because I am not really feeling Random Guy as Doll's front line. And I know it's only episode one, but Sometimes even World and Harem seems to have more potential Random Guy than Doll's front line. That's pretty sad because I love Girls' front line. Gotcha game. Yeah. So. Sorry, dude. <laughs> no worries. That's life. Well. Any who's Go watch the first episode of season four. Just hear that opening. Just hear that open, that rumbling <laughs> opening. Like, dude, holy fuck. Is it available on cool. YouTube? Could I, like, yes. season four? Yes. AOTS? Yeah, go, just, just go watch it. No, just go watch it right now. Just oh, go come watch on, it right dude, because then if I watch it, I want to start, or if it gives away any, does it give any spoilers away before the at for the opening starts? Does it, there's their story. It's called rumbling. Actually, it really doesn't. It gives it gives in context spoilers. Like if you know okay. what you're looking for, it will give those spoilers. But if you really don't, you, no. But you, it, you at least that it. gives me an idea to fast forward until I see what the no. The OP itself is on YouTube. The OP, the opening itself is on YouTube. Just go. Yeah, that's what I just rumbling. asked you, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. Then I'll do definitely that. do that instead because yeah, they'll leave out the spoilers. Right now. Right now. Right now. Yeah. Just like right now. <laughs> whoa, whoa. We still right have a now. podcast to do, or I have the podcast to finish off. Just let let them hear the reaction. Let them hear your reaction. <laughs> Random guy. 
I want to say thank you again for taking the time to come back and talk to our listeners. And dude, just to catch up with you, man, was nice. Yeah, it sure was. Yep, it's been fun. So don't worry. Random Guy will definitely be back again. He is, what, back in action? Yeah, more or less. All right. Well, thank you for joining us, Random Guy. You take care, my friend. You too, dude. Adios. Adios. Well, fam, it's about that time to wrap up this show. But before I do, I do want to mention real quickly, Crunchyroll is doing its sixth annual Anime Awards starting January the 18th and running through January the 25th. You can go to Crunchyroll to cast your vote once per day in a variety of categories such as Anime of the Year, Best Protagonist, Best Antagonist, of course, Best Boy, Best Girl, OP, ED, and the list goes on. Get yourself over to Crunchyroll and you can find all the information listed there. Starting January the 18th is when you'll be able to cast your vote with winners being announced on February the 9th, 2022. I want to take a moment to thank Random Guy for joining us back again on this first episode of the new year 2022 of a new season two. And what a warming welcome it was. For all of you listening, please, you can catch us on all of our social medias, which you can find at Linktree, not another anime, Twitter, not another anime, twitch.tv, not another anime with an underscore at the end. But basically go to Linktree and you can find not another anime and you can find all our listings for our social media, as well as our Twitch gaming and YouTube gaming channel sites. We plan to be back in two weeks thinking that Friday is going to be a good day for us to put out or publish our podcast so that there is listening over the weekend and it gives you something to do. Not that you don't have enough already. Don't forget about the collabs going on with Ark Knights as well as Alchemy Stars at the current moment. I do plan to come back with two manga reviews as well, so that should be really exciting. Anyways, my name is Chivalrous. Thank you for joining us for the ride and have a wonderful weekend. Talk to you soon, fam. Mm-hmm.